This is the Better Than Before Betrayal podcast, episode number 42, What to Do with Should. Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a life coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience of growth and healing as I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Hello there. Today I want to talk to you about what to do with should. A few weeks ago, in episode 37, I told you how I don't say should anymore. If you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to do that. Maybe before you listen to today's episode. What did you think about what I had to say about should? Can you see how the word should is filled with shame and judgment? Can you see the manuals in it? Have you noticed how often you say should? Were you surprised? Did you experiment and try to catch yourself and interrupt your thought? Do you think this is even a helpful idea? Do you want to hold on to your shoulds? It's okay. You are wherever you are, and that's where you're supposed to be. Remember, this is a lifelong work, and I don't want you to just agree with me. I want you to consider what I share. Consider if you believe it is true, even if it comes with resistance. Pray about it. Ask for the Holy Ghost's guidance on your journey. Christ is the source of truth and light, and he's the source of your healing. Do what you feel is right. Sometime in the future, I will do an episode of Comforted versus Comfortable. Because I keep telling you, growth doesn't come in comfort. We can absolutely be comforted on this uncomfortable journey. So you most likely have a list of shoulds that you adhere to. Some of, they, some of them you may want to keep. And some of them may be hurting you. Today, I'm going to offer you a tool that you can apply to both. It'll clean them all up and you can use it to move forward. It will help you in your becoming the person you want to be. So here it is. When you think a sentence with, I should, you can sift it through this process. I should, I could, I want, I will. So let me show you how this works. Uh, Which example do I want to use? Let's go with the parenting example. Um, I'll even bring in episode number 36, how to be a good mother-in-law, because I'm parenting adult children. And So that's my life right now. Let's go with the first on the list, 
always invite, never expect. What shoulds do I have around this one? What shoulds do you have around this one? Here we go. They should come to dinner. Send Sunday dinner every week. Is that a thought you might have? Okay, well, I should or I have a right to be mad or hurt when they don't come. They should let us know when they aren't going to be here. I should, or I have every right to, be mad when they don't RSVP. How do all of these thoughts feel? Now, this is a tricky one because it is good manners to RSVP. And it doesn't mean they should. Hmm, how do you feel about that one? Do you feel some resistance to that one? Okay, I'm going to share an example from my life. So my husband sends out a group text to our family every week. He might do it on Thursday or Friday, sometimes even Saturday morning. He asks who is going to be joining us for Sunday dinner. Sometimes everyone replies promptly. Sometimes they take a while. And sometimes they don't reply at all or until later on Saturday. My husband would get really upset when he didn't get a response before Saturday morning. We typically go grocery shopping sometime on Saturday. He thought they should respond quickly. He thought they should RSVP. This went on for quite a while. And one day when he was complaining that he hadn't heard back from everyone, I asked him what difference it made. I pointed out that it doesn't seem to make a difference in the amount of food we prepare. So how much does it really matter? And there were some times when someone would say, no, we're going to be gone, and then suddenly find themselves traveling home and they're in the neighborhood at dinner time and text and say, hey, we're in the neighborhood. Can we join you? And of course, there was always enough food. So it really wasn't a problem, even if we thought they wouldn't be there. So we can hold on to should if we want to be mad and stay mad. I don't want to stay in that space. So I can decide to think they could RSVP and not be mad about it. I don't want to be mad, so I choose I will not be mad. So here's a quick run-through on the thoughts. And this example is a little tricky because it's talking about somebody else's choices. But it works still. They should RSVP. They could RSVP. They don't always. I don't want to stay mad. I will not stay mad. And again, it's a little bit of a stretch because 
know, this is an example how you can use a tool used with other people's choices. Next, I'll give you an example of about something that would be could be my choice or your choice. I should read scripture every day. I could read scripture every day. I want to read scripture every day. I will read scripture every day. See how it changes the should, could, want, will. Now, I progressed through this over time with spiritual maturity. When I was young, I thought I should read scripture every day. And there was probably some shame and guilt and all the things when I didn't. Then I moved or progressed to, I could read scripture every day. Now, now, just so you understand, I didn't have this skill back then. I'm looking at it hindsight, but it is how I progressed. There are blessings and strength, promise, that sounded good to me for reading scripture every day. So I decided to try it. No shame, no judgment, no thinking I was a bad person if I didn't. I got to a place that I want to read scripture every day was true for me. And then I got to, I will read scripture every day. And I don't allow or try not to get into all or nothing thinking. Each day can look different and it does look different. And that's absolutely okay. I should read scripture. I could read scripture. I want to read scripture. I will read scripture. You see how you can get out of should? And it can take time. Okay, let's try another one. How about exercise? If you have shame around exercise, thoughts like I should exercise probably run through your mind. And you probably aren't having much success with it, right? (laughs) If you often have the thought, I should exercise, you might feel guilty when you don't do it. You might feel shame. You might beat yourself up about it. No fun. You can move from I should exercise to I could exercise. Again, if you ever find yourself saying, I should do this, just cross it out and say, I could. It makes a huge difference. Try it out. So I should exercise or I could exercise. How does that feel? Does it feel better? Does it feel any different to you? Sit with it and let it settle in and decide if it feels different to you. Now, if this I should exercise isn't something that you have that thought in your life, I'm going to have you plug in one of your shoulds. So, but we'll progress with this one. So, you've changed I should exercise to I could exercise. Remove the shame, the guilt, the judgment. I could exercise. Now, the next thought, I want to exercise, may not be totally true for you. Maybe it is. 
If it is, use it. I want to exercise. If it isn't true for you, or maybe it isn't true for you all the time, or maybe it isn't true in the moment, I know that's my situation. I don't always feel like exercising when I've decided to do it. If you find yourself thinking, I want to, and I don't want to, it can be helpful to remind yourself of why you might want to. You may want the benefits even if you don't want to exercise in the moment. And that's okay. That's when you get to call up your dedication, your commitment, and all that. And then you get to, I will exercise. And again, no all or nothing thinking. You can decide your plan. You decide what kind of exercise, what frequency, what duration, and intensity. You make your plan. So what do you think? What shoulds would you like to try this tool out on? I'd love for you to come up with one and plug it in. Should, could, want, will. And really you can just start with switching whenever you want to say I should. Just I could. It makes a big difference. It can work on a lot of things. I dare say everything. I don't know. (laughs) And it can help you get out of should thinking. You ever heard people say, stop shoulding on yourself and on others? I'd love for you to try it out and see how you like it. What do you do with should? You just replace it. Should, could, want, will. Reach out to me. I'd love to have you tell me what you think about this. I'd love to hear from you. Should, could, want, will. I have loved using this tool to help my life be better than before betrayal. I hope you find it helpful too. Bye. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have questions about this or any topic that you'd like to understand more deeply, to help you take responsibility for your own happiness, to find growth and healing from what you have experienced, please go to betterthanbeforebetrayal.com and schedule a time to chat with me. I'd love to answer questions for you.